Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. Today I'm going to talk about laboratory tests that you need to know about. And sometimes we talk about know your numbers. These lab tests are not routinely ordered. And I will direct you to an ebook I have is of lab tests you need to know about. And I really am passionate about educating people on asking for tests that you know have a more functional approach and that routinely doctors may not be actually ordering. And these tests are actually very general tests for inflammation. And as I have spoken about many times, inflammation is the root cause of pretty much every condition from Alzheimer's to obesity. And the laboratory tests I'm going to be talking about are economical and are generally covered by most insurance plans. But if you don't have insurance, you can also go to my website, drkarenwolf.org, and you'll see that I have a direct-to-consumer lab test availability there if you're wanting to have discounted labs done. Because anytime I talk about different lab tests, I want to be sure that they are affordable. And I can assure you that these tests are really going to give you an insight into your overall inflammatory risk. And, and that includes your risk for any kind of brain disease. So don't hesitate to bring this list with you to your next doctor's visit and request the following tests. So the first one is fasting blood glucose. This is usually done, but just make sure... Uh, it's a very common diagnostic tool to check for prediabetes and diabetes. Now, fasting blood sugar is exactly what it sounds like as you fasted for the night before, usually from 9 p.m., like a 12-hour fast, and it measures the amount of blood glucose in your blood after you've not eaten for at least eight hours, but uh, oftentimes it's, it's um, a longer time than that. It only gives you an indication of a one point in time, so that's why the next test I'm going to talk about is also equally as important, if not more important, and usually a, a level between 70 to 100 milligrams per deciliter, that's MGs-DL on the blood test, is considered normal. Above this, your body is showing signs of insulin resistance and diabetes, so blood sugar levels, fasting blood glucose levels of above 100 does indicate the possibility of prediabetes, even though diabetes is not actually diagnosed till, until the level gets to around 123. But if it's above 100, then that's a signal that your body is probably showing signs of insulin resistance, where the insulin is not working properly. And this does put you at risk of brain disease. And I'm talking about brain disease because sometimes we forget that everything that happens in the body is also happening to the brain. But as well as fasting blood glucose, you want a test called hemoglobin A1C. That's H-E-M-O-G-L-O-B-I-N, capital A, the number one, little c. Now, unlike the test for blood sugar, this reveals an average blood sugar over the previous 
90-day period or three months and provides a far better indication of overall blood sugar control. So hemoglobin A1c, it can indicate that damage has been done to brain proteins due to blood sugar being constantly high. Sometimes it's called glycated hemoglobin, and it is actually one of the greatest predictors of brain atrophy. Okay, so that's fasting blood glucose and hemoglobin A1c. You also want to have fasting insulin done. So insulin, if you remember, is that hormone that keeps our blood sugar within a homeostatic range. And if we have a, a working pancreas, then that insulin is going to keep our blood sugar in control. So long before our blood sugar begins to climb, as a person maybe becomes more pre-diabetic or towards diabetes, fasting insulin levels rise. So a, a rising fasting insulin is an indicator that our blood glucose is not in good control. And it does kind of indicate that the pancreas is, is working overtime to deal with excess carbohydrates. It is a very effective early warning system for getting ahead of the diabetes curve. And so it has tremendous relevance to preventing, for example, brain disease. Again, something we don't often tie brain disease with glucose and hemoglobin A1c and fasting insulin. Okay, so the next test, number four, is homocysteine, H-O-M-O-C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E, homocysteine. Now, high levels of this amino acid, which was produced by the body, is associated with many conditions, including atherosclerosis, which is narrowing and hardening of the arteries, heart disease, stroke, and dementia. And it can often be lowered with specific B vitamins. So if you don't know what your homocysteine level is, then you're missing an opportunity to uh, reduce inflammation of the body. And there is a genetic, high genetic predisposition for ho high homocysteine levels. So ask for that in your next blood test. Okay, so that's blood glucose, fasting blood glucose, hemoglobin A1c, fasting insulin, homocysteine, and the next one is vitamin D, D for dog, and I talk about this all the time. Vitamin D is actually a hormone more than a vitamin, and it is now recognized as critical to our body's overall immune system, and it is a, a critical brain hormone. It's not just a vitamin, as I said, so uh, high, I like your vitamin D level to be above 60 if possible, and there's actually a really good website, vitamindcouncil.org, that can give you more understanding about vitamin D and can give you a recommended level of what your vitamin D is and then what the supplemental level intake is recommended to bring your vitamin D level up. So uh, vitamindcouncil.org. It's also a, a good website, grassrootshealth.org, another really good website on vitamin D. And then there's another one, C-reactive protein. Uh, which on your lab test will see capital C, capital R, capital P. And there's actually a special test now called highly specific CRP, HSCRP. This is a 
overall general marker of inflammation. Again, inflammation is such an important aspect of our overall health. So I hope you have written all these down. And if you are walking or driving, don't be writing them down, but you can come back to this podcast and write down all these fabulous blood tests that uh, you can ask for at your next um, doctor's appointment. It'll help you know your numbers. And remember to look for my ebook called Lab Tests Your Doctor Probably Doesn't Know About. And it is on my website, drkarenwolf.org. Or you can always email me at email at drkarenwolf.org for more information. Check out my blog. I'm often writing about these biomarkers. And I hope this has helped you improve your own personal road to wellness. Bye for now.